everyone, it's Maria here. And on behalf of Simon and I, I'd just like to thank you for checking out our podcast. Before we get into things, I just want to let you know that this is only part of our online mini service. To check out the full service and find out more about Everyone Church, head to our website at everyonechurch.com.au. Hope you can check it out and see the full service. But for now, let's get into the podcast. Everyone Sunday. Well, it's an honor and I'm excited to share the word with us today, Everyone Church. I just fits right for us to be focused in on bringing Jesus to everyone everywhere. I hope that the uh, the projects and the reports have encouraged you and, and I hope you're getting excited about what we're going to do in Cambodia. And uh, just a note, not every project we do in the future is going to be like giving driven. Uh, but it's kind of where we find ourselves in lockdown, and it is, and it's amazing that we can still make a difference and still share the gospel from the confinement of uh, lockdown restrictions. And that's the great thing about giving is that um, it can travel so much farther than we can physically. And um, you know, Maria and I have been giving to missions for gosh, forever, like ever since I was a teenager, I was always giving, uh, not only tithes and offerings, but giving to missions. Um, But uh, I think it's important to ask ourselves three questions when we give to missions. And now all these questions are asked without a sense of pressure on ourselves. Like this is not uh, a money grab. This This is living a life of generosity and helping people because of how God has changed our heart. But I think we should ask ourselves three questions. And they're really, really important practical questions. One is, what can we give? Now, this is a simple one, uh, because I believe all of us can give something, uh, whether it's 10 bucks. I mean, like if we can spend six bucks on a Starbucks coffee or, or, you know, 40 bucks on a lunch, then surely we can give something to, uh, for the sake of the cause of Christ and also unity with with the church and saying, hey, we're going to do this together. So I believe we would all give something. The second question is, uh, what can, and this is where it steps up a little bit. So what can we give? Second question is, what can we give up? Now that's where you move from the simple to the sacrificial. And uh, that's where you you look and you uh, see, is there something that I am living uh, in excess with, like uh, that I can give up? for the sake of a good cause. And then the third question, which is even more of a step up, and that is, what can I add faith to? What can I believe that God would bring our way or God would provide uh, for us in order to be a blessing to others? So what can I give? What can I give up? And what can I add faith to? And I, I think some of these questions, they have instant answers. Some of them, have, they take time. They're a journey, but it's an exciting journey. Like it's so exciting to be able to see the homes that we funded in Burundi. Like amazing uh, to be able to print them out and put them up on our fridge and go, hey, you know, and not not to puff ourselves up and say, we did that. It's by God's grace and his, uh, and we give him all the glory for what uh, he's been able to do through us. I think that's pretty, pretty exciting. And we take everyone Sunday to encourage us in our pursuit of the Great Commission. Jesus himself said in Matthew 28, 19, he said, therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son 
and the Holy Spirit. And this is the heartbeat of Christ. Everyone, everywhere. Go into all the earth. Go into all the earth. That is his heartbeat. And if we are to do what he says, it takes intentionality. It doesn't just happen by accident. And we need to stay focused on doing what Jesus says. And that's why, as Maria and I were thinking through and praying through what we would uh, put down as our core values as everyone church, without a doubt, we knew that one of our core values had to be we live mission-minded. We need his mission to be in our hearts and on our minds. Amen. And that's why these reminders, like Everyone Sunday, they help keep us refocused and recalibrated on doing what Jesus told us to do, and that is bringing the gospel to everyone everywhere. So with that in mind, let's turn to Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 to 38, which will be our core scripture for today, and let's get into it. It says this, Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. It says he saw the crowds and he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. What are you seeing today? Who are you seeing today? I think this is such an important question, especially given the circumstances and the season we find ourselves in in lockdown, where so much of what we see physically is limited. Our travel is limited. Our social interaction is limited. Uh, much of what we see of the world around us is through the lens of social media and uh, news media. And we know, I think we would all agree that those lenses can distort reality significantly and in so many ways. And But even when we aren't in lockdown, it's so easy to look but not see. And it says here that Jesus saw the crowds. Uh, it mentions in verse 35 at the start, it says, uh, it's a bit of a summary of what had been happening uh, in Matthew's chapter 5 to 9 leading up to this moment. It says that Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues, and announcing the good news about the kingdom, and he healed every kind of disease and illness. So he's been healing and teaching and reaching out uh, and spending himself on others, spending his energy on others. And he sees the crowd, the need, the helplessness, the confusion, and it says that his response is compassion, uh, not annoyance or, or frustration or impatience. No, his response is compassion. It says that when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. Now, what is compassion? Well, it's interesting when you study that phrase, he had compassion. It's very much uh, an action 
phrase, and it can literally be translated as being moved to the depths of your bowels. Now, I don't say that to be irreverent. I say that to just tell you the real depth of the meaning of, of that phrase. Jesus's feeling of compassion was a deep sense of concern, of care, of love. Um, and why? Well, it shows us right there in verse 36. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Now that means Jesus's intention for people is to not be confused and helpless and to be sheep with a shepherd. So there, there's this sense of like, this is not the way it's supposed to be. And this is why he, he had compassion. He saw the lost. I think it's important for us to ask ourselves today on every one Sunday, do we see people the way Jesus sees people. It's easy to look at that um, uh, annoying uh, Facebook rant or, or that um, a person in the shopping mall and not look with compassion, maybe look with annoyance and judgment and impatience. No, no. We need to see the way Jesus sees. And it says that he saw and he was moved with compassion. And often we see in the Gospels, in the accounts of Jesus' ministry uh, on the earth, that whenever Jesus was moved with compassion, he would do something about it. Uh, he didn't just go, oh man, I'm moved with compassion, man. You know, I think that's the proof that your compassion is genuine, is that it actually moves you, that, that movement to actually do something about it. Like in Mark chapter one, verse 40 to 42, it says, a man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus begging to be healed. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean, he said. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. Instantly, the leprosy disappeared and the man was healed. Moved with compassion. Or in Matthew chapter 20, two blind men were following Jesus and, and crying out to him and saying, Jesus, help us. Can you help us? Can you help us? And it says, when Jesus heard them, which is just a beautiful, miracle, amazing thing in itself that Jesus hears us. When Jesus heard them, he stopped and called, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, they said, we want to see. Jesus felt sorry for them and touched their eyes. Instantly, they could see. Then they followed him. So we see this trend of when Jesus is moved with compassion, he does something about it. He, he would move in miracles of healing and provision of food. And, and, but in this case, in Matthew chapter 9, it's, I'm curious, what is Jesus' response it says he sees the crowd. He's moved with compassion. Let's read in verse 36. When he saw the crowds and he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, he said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his field. And then what? Well, that's the end of chapter nine. That's... that's all that happens, well, not quite, because if we read in chapter 10, right after, what happens? 
right at the start of chapter 10, it says that Jesus sends out his disciples. He sends out his disciples into the crowds, into the fields. And it says in verse 7 and 8 of chapter 10, Go and announce to them the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. Jesus sees the crowd and he's moved with compassion And his response is not to just run out there and start laying hands on everyone. No, he turns to his followers, to his disciples, and he sends them out. So the questions I want to ask us today are not only do we see the way he sees, do we see the crowds, but I also want to ask the question, do we hear the call? He is moved with compassion, and his response is to move and enlist his followers as workers. He didn't just turn the sick into the healed or blindness into sight. No, he turned his followers into missionaries. Okay? Jesus saw, and then he sent. He saw, and he sent. Do you see the crowds? Do you hear the call? Isn't that just amazing? To you that God's response to the needs in the earth is to send somebody. Wow. Just let that sink in. You today may be the response that God has to the needs around you and the needs in the earth. His response is to move his people into action. Your God's kingdom goes forward on the shoulders of willing workers working alongside him, with him, empowered by him, but people. He uses people to further his kingdom. It's no wonder Jesus says, so pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send out workers. Pray that he would send out workers into the harvest. The harvest is plentiful. The workers are few. The need is still there. The crowds are still there. The harvest is still there. But do we see it? Do we hear the call? You know, someone in Cambodia today needs fresh water. Not only that, they need living water. And I just can't help but think that Jesus would look at that need today and still be moved with compassion, still be moved with a sense of care and and wanting to do something about it. Of course he, he is. It's who he is. He is a compassionate savior, right? But who is he turning to today? In that moment in Matthew chapter 9, he saw the crowds, he was moved with compassion, and he turned to his disciples. Who is he turning to today? Is he turning to you? We know he still moved. We know he still cares. Maybe it's you today. Maybe it's me today. Maybe he wants to turn some followers into missionaries today. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. Are you one of the few? 
Are you willing to be one of the few? People who aren't just content with being receivers and just following in the wake of Jesus and just loving him. But no, not just being receivers, but also being givers. I'm not just talking about money here as well. You know, I'm talking about bringing the gospel, giving the good news to people. You know, the enemy would love us to think about these projects and our mission in purely monetary forms, just dollars and cents. But that is selling things so short. Listen, when we get to dig a well in Cambodia together or or fund the building of homes in Burundi, it's more than an invoice. It's an eternal investment. It's more than just something to pay for. No, no, no. It's it's bringing the good news to everyone everywhere. And we seek to bring Jesus to everyone everywhere. And today, that is someone in Cambodia. And that is someone in Burundi. And let's be one of the few who sees the crowds, who has compassion, and who hears the call of our Savior. Maybe it's been a while since you have been moved with compassion the way Jesus is moved with compassion. Maybe you need a heart transformation today. Well, you might ask the question, hey, Simon, how how do I care about people? Well, you just start loving Jesus and following him and you will care for people because it's who he is. It's how he transforms us. You You can't say you love the Lord with all that you are and not love people. It just doesn't work. It's part of following him is that we are changed to be like him. We see people the way he would want us to see them. We, we, we respond the way he would want us respond. So help us today, Lord. We're going to pray that God would help us see the way he sees, that he would help us hear the way he hears, and that he would, if he is calling us to send to send us out, that we would have a yes in our heart about that. Amen. So let me pray for you today. Lord, we thank you that you are a compassionate God, that you love us so much. You had compassion on us, Lord, when we were helpless and hopeless. And Lord, we know that you have compassion on the people of Cambodia. You have compassion on Burundi. You have compassion on the MacArthur region. And Lord, we ask that you would help us today to see what you see. Help us to be moved with compassion the way you are moved with compassion. Help us not just see uh, in anger or, or impatience. Help us to see what you would see. And Lord, we say today, we will go for you. We say today, we are willing to be one of the few. We want to be followers that you can turn to and say, go, go. And Lord, we thank you for the opportunity today to not just go physically, but also go with our giving and be able to help fund people who are going, people who are um, laying their lives down for the sake of the gospel. And we pray for our project in Cambodia, our homes in Burundi. Lord, and we pray for the future of every one church in the MacArthur region. I pray that it, that we would be a church filled with compassion for others. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, I hope you have an amazing week this week. 
be blessed. Hey, come on, let's count down to the end of lockdown and let's have an awesome week filled with compassion. Come on, let's go.